What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. I have been down in Palm Beach on a Soul Cycle extravaganza the past two weeks. I haven't been back down there since 2019, so very full circle moment. And I'm bringing you back some golden nuggets, some thoughts, some juice, some things I'm marinating in, and I can't wait to share them with you. I hope this resonates. I hope this lands, and I really hope this is for this is just for someone out there that has felt felt like stagnant or spinning their wheels or feel like they're not good enough or whatever. This one. I think is definitely going to land for you. So I've honestly been a little MIA from the entire world, not just the podcast, but like my Instagram, everything like that while I was down in Palm Beach. It was such a good time to just go and be fully immersed in Soul Cycle. And really that's what I'm going to get into today is being fully immersed in what you're doing. Because I feel like so often, especially, I don't know if it's the circles I run in or what my FYP page is for you Mads Tads or like... Whatever I'm being dished constantly on the internet is always personal development. You got to move. You got to go harder. You got to find the next best thing. You got to side hustle. You got to side hustle and you got to do this. You have a, have eight side hustles. You have to have your job, this, that, this, that, and the other thing. You have to be pushing to the max out. You need to max out all the time. And I have just hit a wall. I've hit a wall. I hit a wall and I had kind of like a revelation. I had a revelation when I was down in Palm Beach uh, this past week about just life and work and things. And I want to kind of take you on that little brain process with me in hopes that it might help somebody out there that's dealing with this just constant like wave of not being enough or having to push yourself to like, to what end? That literally was what I kept saying to myself. Like, to what end? To what end am I doing this? And so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. But first things first, let's talk about Palm Beach. So I originally went down to Palm Beach in 2019. I remember it was, I got there the day after New Year's because I really wanted to go out on New Year's Eve in Palm Beach with a couple of my friends that were down there. And I was like, I am going to miss y'all because I was like teaching. I think I, no, I think I literally taught. I remember this. It was actually iconic. And I remember so, so well, I taught New Year's Eve uh, resolution ride, uh, 90 minute ride. It's our classic 90 minute ride, your resolution ride, resolution ride for soul cycle. And then that afternoon I got on the plane to go down, uh, to Palm beach, or maybe I went down the next day, something like that. But that's why it worked out like that. So I got down to Palm beach January 1st or 2nd, 2019. I wasn't not a senior instructor, not a master instructor, just like flying by the seat of my pants. Maybe like I would, would have, I would have been in three or four years, three years into my career, four years into my soul cycle career at that time, just totally wide eyed, bushy tailed, like loving it, meeting all the New York Hamptons, like the whole crowd that's down there, the snowbird crowd, everybody. I had the best time ever. And ever since then, I have been wanting to go back down. And I literally coined the term Palm Beach Mads, like Palm Beach Mads, was a vibe. It was the best version of me. I was happy. I had sunshine in my heart. It was awesome. And so ever since then, I have been trying to go back down to this pop-up and I finally 
got the chance to do it this year, 2023, over President's Day weekend, and it was so much fun. I cannot say enough good things about it. The studio is amazing. If you get a chance to go down and visit, you absolutely should. It is just so freaking awesome. And this is really what kind of started this whole kind of rumbling inside me because I could not tell you the last time that I just did my job at SoulCycle. And I want to dissect that for a second. I was actually going to do a live about this, but we're just going to go into it on the podcast because, you know, this is my favorite place. So long story short, I taught, I think, like a 630 in Back Bay, you know, my usual nightly huge class, like crazy, crazy, oversold, blah, 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 amazing, amazing, amazing. And there was a girl and I, this is not the first time someone has said this to me and it's always an interesting thing to try to hold space for and just kind of, you know, uh, let, not like stick to you, but kind of have, you have to let it roll off your shoulder because it's kind of like, I always think of that saying, forgive them Lord for they know not what they do. Um, and the girl was asking me, oh, like, oh, is this, this isn't just your, the only thing you do, right? Like you don't just do this. And, uh, this came back to me when I was down in Palm beach and I I promise I'll land the plane, but I was so taken aback because for so long, it hasn't been the only thing I've done. I've done a bajillion other things since the pandemic when the bike was, you know, for lack of better words, taken away from me. I had to figure out how to still create a business and still put myself out there and still serve and inspire the people that I believe I was put on this planet to do that for. And so, so then birthed all the other businesses, the Wicked Fearless, my coaching, my containers, my group coaching, my one-on-one coaching, all the things I do outside of Soul Cycle, And not for one second since I restarted teaching Soul have I ever sat down to be like, holy shit, you do so much. It's, it's almost like it's, it's mind blowing. And that's not, this isn't me like tooting my own horn, but this is like, never had it occurred to me before that I created all these things to fill a void, right? The void of not being able to show up and teach from the bike. And then when I immediately started teaching again, it really hasn't been until just now, 2023 in the last few months that I've had the introspection to be like, holy shit, Mads, no wonder why your energy feels different or you just feel like a little tired or a little burnt out here and there because you never for one second took stock on your life and your time and what you were doing and realized that that void was then filled back in and then filled on top of it. So it's like the compound effect of the piling and piling and piling of all the extra things that you were doing to keep things alive and going and whatever. And now you have like this multiplicity. I don't know when I, why when I say that I think of like Marvel with the multiverse. It's like so many different dimensions of my business and what I'm doing. And I'm not giving myself any damn credit at all. Not giving myself any credit and just berating myself for not doing enough constantly or not striving or not finding a thing or not doing like constantly. And it's not in like a sense of like fear or lack thereof looking at other people. It's just this incessant, insatiable thing to try to create and do more. And I don't know where that has come from. I don't know why that's coming up now, but it's the first time in, I guess, forever that I can think of that it actually kind of like hit me like, hello, 
And maybe that's because we were operating out of fear or just like we were literally in survival mode for so long. And that doesn't just leave your body. Like all of a sudden things were snapping back to where they were and, you know, things are pretty normal right now, quote unquote normal, whatever the hell that means as of, you know, looking back to a few years ago. But it's not like that doesn't still live in our bodies. So it's the first time in a long time that I'm like, you know, I can like relax and be like, okay. And maybe it was like, I looked up all of a sudden and I was like, you don't have to operate out of survival mode. Not every day has to be a PR or figuring out the next thing or trying to run the next thing or worrying about what if it all goes away tomorrow? Well, I always have to have a backup plan. You always have to have a second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth side hustle. So if everything else goes to shit, at least you have something else. Like where's your backup plan? Where's the next pivot? And that's just no way to live. And maybe it's the first time my body is like, in a while. It's like for a brief second, I found clarity through the fact that my shoulders kind of could drop. And I always say this in class, like grow an extra ear from your collarbones to your earlobe. It's like my parasympathetic just like took a chill pill. That was a little bit of a tangent, but I want to come back to the comment of like, this can't be all you do, right? Just to do the job at SoulCycle is a full-time, full-fledged, full-force, pro-athlete-based job. It is a 24, all-day seven job. And I've definitely had people say like really weird, um, somewhat rude, actually quite rude things to me before. I remember one guy once said to me, um, well, you only work three hours a day. And me just showing up at the studio for the hour that you see me has very little to do with what the actual job is, right? It's the music. It's the recovery. It's the PT. It's the stretching. It's the cross training. It's the coffees. It's all the things you don't see, like the man behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz. Like It's all the stuff you don't see that goes into showing up and being the badass rock star, whatever that you then see on the podium. And this doesn't just go for myself, but it goes for every single one of my colleagues that do this job just to show up and do soul cycle as the job is full time, full out, like mic drop. But I was walking one morning and it kind of just hit me like, I really didn't do much else except teach soul cycle when I was down in Palm Beach and I was so happy. I can't remember the last time I was that happy. Like almost manic. Like it I, like it washed over me in a way that I was just like I'm just so happy. I'm having so much fun in my job and I can't remember the last time it was this fun. And I was like I'm just you know, I was kind of berating myself for feeling lazy down there. I'm like, well, I'm not doing this and I'm not pushing Instagram and I'm not making my reels and I'm not doing all the things for my business that I should be doing or, you know, should. That word is a very dangerous word. What does that word even mean? That's, you know, a Pandora's box for another time. But I was so happy and it started to get me to thinking, you know, I've put so much time and energy and space to all the things that I've created beyond the bike. You know, I almost feel like, have I, did I forget the simple joys of just nurturing the room of soul cycle? Like, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm even having a tough time. I'm like trying to sit in it now and be like, 
I just haven't felt that way in a really long time. Like just so moved and so in it and so just blissed out, just totally blissed out. And I was even more shocked this morning when I woke up and every morning I read little devotionals or little things and I pull from books and I do tarot cards and animal cards and all these different things. And so sometimes it just depends. And I believe in God and you can believe in whatever you want. I truly hope you believe in the higher power bigger than yourself. I don't know what you call it, universe, spirit, God, whoever. I just hope that it's a power higher than you. And here is what I read. I basically read a devotional this morning that had to do with the difference between being steadfast and stagnant. And the reason this was so just, I was so dumbfounded by reading this is because I have felt so stagnant lately in what I've been doing or so I thought was stagnant, you know, oh, this isn't moving forward. I'm not finding the momentum or the motion I want. I feel like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels all the time. I feel like I'm, I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not getting, I'm not like pushing through to whatever that proverbial other side of this business is supposed to look like, because y'all know that at every moment of every day, we are being fed all this shit from social media about what our lives should look like. Again, there's that word, word should. And Basically, this entire devotional had to do with the difference between being steadfast and stagnant. To be steadfast is to be unwavering, unwavering, resolutely or dutifully, I can't even say that word, dutifully, firm and unwavering. And that makes me think of a faith-based steadfast versus stagnant being you know, showing no activity, dull and sluggish. I'm literally reading off of the dictionary on Google, seriously. And so in my mind, me just existing and not feeling like I had to create or craft or pull or ideate or just be doing something at every single part of the day other than just enjoying my job that's already a full-time fitness extravaganza like show every single day felt stagnant when really I'm steadfast and I was like holy shit because I talked to so many people that feel like they are stuck and stagnant but are you stuck and stagnant or are you steadfast are you coming up against a tough season where you have to be unwaveringly loyal, where you are not swayed, steadfast? Like how often do we beat ourselves up when we feel like we're not getting to where we want to go fast enough when in actuality, that is literally only strengthening our devotion to what we may be doing, our loyalty. Like we are sinking our heels in further like we are like really drawing a stake in the ground for what we will do and the cause and the belief behind it steadfast like that has such so much more depth and like to it than I'm stagnant even just saying that can change the narrative in my brain and your brain of like no I'm steadfast 
because I believe in what I'm doing wholeheartedly. I'm inspired by it. I know that I am creating change and impacting lives for the better day in and day out. And I believe that that's my sole purpose on this earth. And yet I am tricked by the shit I am constantly seeing on everything around me, every circumstantial thing, every stupid social media platform telling me I'm not enough and I need to do more when I am doing the absolute most day in and day out, showing up to the cause every day, all day, steadfast. Like, damn, even just saying it like that, I feel like I took my power back. Steadfast, holding strong, unwavered. I'm not swayed. I'm like firmly rooted in what I'm doing and my beliefs. And I know that I'm creating impact and change and I love what I'm doing. Because how often do we love what we're doing, but then our brain, we're like, well, I should be doing more. Well, well, I, you know, I don't want to get too comfortable because, you know, I can't get comfortable. We have to always be uncomfortable. We have to be pushing the limit at all times. Uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable. You hear it all the time. And then I was walking today and I was like, well, what, if, what, what, what is so bad about being content and happy? with your life, like happy with exactly where you are and content with the way you're feeling and not feeling like I have to push the envelope. Cause I don't know about you, but for so long, I have felt like I have had the gas pedal down all the way. Like if I were to push any more, it would go through the bottom of the car. I would look like the Flintstones. Like that is where the gas pedal has been for me for the last three, three years. And I have not stopped. And I have constantly tried to find the next thing, the next iteration of whatever my business is, whatever this is, whatever that is. And maybe you feel that way and maybe you don't. Maybe this is hitting for you. Maybe it's not. But for those who it might be hitting for, I really hope that this also is blowing your mind like the emoji, the little emoji of the face with the brain blowing up because that's how it felt for me. I'm like, what is so wrong with just existing in what I'm doing and and being in my craft and loving it again. It's like I came back around. It's like I got so far gone for a while with trying to find the next thing or the next best thing or the next best version of me when the version of me right here, right now, this blissed out, so happy, so excited in the work that I'm doing is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Instead of trying to go find it in the future version of me, she's right here, right now. What's wrong with that? To that I say nothing. If you find yourself in a season where you feel stuck or stagnant, I would love for you to reframe that with steadfast and see if you can find that resurgence within you. Because I surely felt it while I was away the past two weeks. I'm calling it my soul resurgence, actually. This giant kind of full circle moment. I felt, and I don't know whether it was the sunshine. I keep walking around here in Boston now in the snowstorm saying I have sunshine in my heart. And I don't know if it was the sun or just the full circle moment of being back somewhere three years, almost four years later, but I felt a real shift in my mental state because I've prided myself for so long on mental toughness and tenacity because we've had to, right? Throughout this whole COVID thing, I hate to even still talk about it. It's it's so, I'm so exhausted from it. And even that in itself, you know, it's a whole Pandora's box of things, but I'm so exhausted from it. And, you know, I said something on my story or something the other day, you know, I feel like I've operated for so long like a cat stuck 
to a chain link fence. Like the claws are just hanging on and just hanging on for dear life at all seconds of every moment of the day. And recently, you know, up until maybe this past year from summer till now or whenever, it feels like you could kind of relinquish that like, and maybe it took this long to be like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I feel the need to push so hard all the time? You can't create good work from that kind of fear-based, anxiety-based, lack thereof-based mindset. And yet, because we've been operating out of it, you know, that it was our new normal, quote unquote, lots of air quotes here, for so long, we didn't even think anything of it. I didn't even think anything of it. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like the clouds cleared for me, like the smoke cleared from whatever. I don't know. Again, was it the sunshine? Was it the salt water mid-season? I don't know. But it's like all of a sudden things became very clear and I was just like there are going to be seasons for growth and then there are going to be seasons where you feel like you're sitting back into your bones a little bit. And I remember Allie said that last week. I loved that. I have adopted that into literally my life every day, sit back in your bones. And it was like literally the same thing we talked about last week when you're 16 years old driving on the highway, you're white knuckling the wheel because you're like, ah, this is no one's scary. And then when you're like 20, you have one hand on the wheel, you might be like changing the radio, you're still going the same speed, but it doesn't feel so psychotic and crazy. And that's kind of how I feel like life should feel. And yet for a while, we were all white knuckling the wheel, like, where's the business going? What are we doing? Oh my God, I have to pivot. I have to pivot. I have to pivot. We became such professionals at pivoting. We forgot what it was like to just exist within our business and be totally happy with it and blissed out. And it doesn't have to be this battle between comfortable and being uncomfortable because we're obsessed with like, well, when you're out of your comfort zone, that's when the good shit happens. Well, what if it's the exact opposite? What if it's like, no, in your comfort zone, you can create. In your comfort zone, you might have that really amazing idea to then go get out of your comfort zone. What if in the comfort and the contentment with how great your life is in this moment, you then are able to find the clarity to create that next big thing and then go out there and make it work for you. Kind of in the same vein of when you focus on the good, the good gets better. Or like if I stay in this gratitude and focus on all the things that I already have that I'm so grateful for, it's funny how all these other great things start to just show up and and almost quote unquote fall into my lap. Well, was that the fact that the opportunities are coming your way or are you just in a different energy because you're so grateful and so present and you're so in love with all that you have that it's attracting more of what you want? So it's that kind of almost reverse complex of it's being grateful for what you have now instead of focusing on what you want or the accomplishments or it's the accomplishment or the thing that's going to make me happy. And that really returns back to the if-then complex that I've talked about a lot of times before. But staying in the presence and the gratitude and being just really involved with what you have now. Maybe you're straddling the balance beam a little bit. Well, straddling the balance beam was definitely not any fun if anybody's ever done that out there. But I always think of walking on a balance beam if you've ever done that. If you haven't, maybe you've walked on the side of a curb, you know, on your street and you've let your one foot dip down and the other foot dip down and 
that's kind of how I feel right now with where I am. It's like you want to push what you're capable of, but also what's so wrong with enjoying the space where you are right now too? Because if you're constantly looking for the next best thing and you're not enjoying the present moment, then you're robbing yourself of all joy altogether. And I don't know why or what happened this last week where I just woke, like, it's like I woke up and I was like, hello, hello, what have you been doing? Because I haven't been focused on my present as much as I should be. I was so focused on whatever was going to happen or the future or being told, you know, like, you'll, you'll have this when you have this, that if then complex, which is also so dangerous. Again, should, if, then, shoulds. These are not words that are empowering at all and imply in a way that you're not worthy of whatever it is in this moment. And this is the moment that matters, right? This today, right here, right now, presence. Your presence is your power. That's literally, I think, was my quote on my soul cycle bio forever. And it's like, she forgot it. I forgot it. What a valuable thing. Your presence is your power. So stop for a second if you find yourself in the spiral feeling stagnant or like you're not good enough or you're not getting to where you want to go when you might be exactly where you need to be. And maybe if you look up from your phone or you roll your shoulders back and you look around for a second, you might be surprised that you might even like where you are in this moment. If you take away that want and that need to constantly be striving for what's next, reframe the thought of I'm stagnant, I'm stuck into I am steadfast and rooted and grounded in all that I am in this moment. And from that powerful place, wow, what can I now create? And that concludes my thoughts and musings for this week coming off of the last two weeks. I hope that some of these insights from my own brain workings and life experience help you and have landed. And if you know a friend that might be going through something similar, asking similar questions, definitely send this to them. Sharing is caring. And I believe that word of mouth is the best way to create a buzz. So I always appreciate you sharing, tagging me on social, all that good stuff, especially if you listen to the podcast week after week. Make sure you go give it a five-star review and extra special, leaving it a comment. That helps so much. You have no idea and just means the world when you show up and constantly do that for the podcast. So I appreciate you. Until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.